Uh, FPRI doing a quick one here with Robert Thorne. Mr. has a big check on his S2000. What's up, man? Uh, We saw you at Heartland Park, at least for a little while. Yeah, Uh, yeah. that was... um, (laughs) You've had a wild year. My first DLTC experience. Yeah, and your... What happened? Your caliper fell off? It may or may not yeah. have uh, removed itself from the vehicle. Yeah, that it, it didn't end well, but you were okay. Yeah. Didn't hurt anybody else's car, but... No, uh, no, no. I killed a few, few laps of your race, unfortunately. It, uh, I'm, I'm glad it happened where it happened, though. You know, like, could have been way worse. Could have been worse. Um, could have been, been better. better. <laughs> could have been better. I mean, uh, yeah, we saw uh, Eric get a little luckier than I did with yeah. his brake failure this year. In fact, yeah. that was one of the luckiest ones. That was the crate at uh, Midwest Festival. Yes. Uh, braking zone into turn 11 at Gingerman and, like, full brake failure. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, he instantly started pitching it sideways and spun it backwards. And if you're familiar with Gingerman, that's the exit for the track. And he, like, backed it up the hill. Like, unbelievable. Yeah. It, Missed like, the wall by, like, it was like, we, we looked, it was, like, probably four feet. Uh, and he was probably still going 50 miles an hour right there. Four feet, yeah. slid across the track exit. Yeah, it was nuts. just up up to the hill, no damage yeah. to the car. Zero. Well, besides having to bleed the brakes again. But yeah. I yeah. think, what was that? It was a uh, fitting or something. I forget. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know if the yeah. brakes, I don't remember. You know, it was interesting. I can't remember what it was for was him. so calm about it, like, that evening. Right. Because we're like, hey, man, like, that was a big deal. Like, what what happened on the car? Like, do we need help getting it fixed? Yeah, get that thing close to your face. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, and instead we went out and we, we partied. Yeah. Well, at least he got it fixed, though. But, <laughs> he's uh, Saturday night zero at the West Festival is a busy time. It but, was. Um, a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, you drifted with us a bunch this year. And uh, you built a new drift car. Yep. Uh, but what else did you do? Your car's here. Your Big Bad Wolf S2000. It was a busy year, man. We uh, we built those two LFX cars, the right. two LFX Miatas, right. which, uh, yeah, the one we definitely killed at yeah, Heartland. Unfortunately. Um, before that, we caught one on fire. And you, like, blew a few engines, too, right? Yeah, three engines. Was that, like, oil figuring out things? Or? That was, right. yeah. And I, I think we're good now. We've got 20 hours on okay. the current motor. What was the solution? Just like a crazy pan? and Crazy pan. Like lots of baffles, stuff? eight okay. trap doors. Holy smokes. Um, yeah, we went we went wild. Like really keep the yep. oil in one spot. Yep. We did um, some return ramps from the drains from the cylinder head okay. to get into it. Was, it was a bit, but Chris it works Lewis now. Chris Lewis is standing here. He, he's, he looks like he, yeah, there was a lot of oil pans that got It was off, a so. lot. Yeah, we we had like we were production line for a little while <laughs> on those cars. I that's think that's hard. How how expensive are the engines? Uh, eight hundred to a thousand. Oh, that's a plus. Yeah, it's easier than figuring out that problem on a four thousand dollar engine. But still, right, yeah, uh, they do sound awesome though. I mean, yeah, they uh, scream. It was like in January or something. You guys were testing at Barbara, I think. Yep. And somebody had a, a video, like Alex Moss or somebody. Uh, somebody posted a video in some chat, and it was like, oh my gosh, that sounds so. Good. <laughs> like ridiculously good. The hell's back. We're revving them to like seventy five hundred, and they sound great. Do they not like revving to? Apparently, we're not sure, but okay. you know, we we wanted to go all the way to the other end. Okay. Build up some reliability yeah, for a while, and then come backwards from the other side. Yeah. So, um, what? Uh, uh, so, what else did you do? You right. Had this so two thousand. So we've seen it in Time Attack, uh, Unlimited. Yep. And you have won what one or two solo championships? Did Amanda uh, win the something car, this too? I think the car's won nine now. Nine? Yeah. Holy crap. 
with three different drivers. So okay. me, uh, Amanda, right. and Chris Mayfield. Wow. That's a lot of championships. Yeah. Um, so it's been around the block. Okay. It's done a few things. Obviously, it's been out to your events. Yeah. Um, we saw it at Road Atlanta, Midwest. Atlanta and Midwest uh, twice. And three I, times. October at Gingerman. Yep. Uh, when you lived in Colorado, you, pulled, you towed out. Yeah, when I like when I didn't know the difference between a festival, wait, you still did really well though. It was awesome. I think you got like a twenty-eight or twenty-nine that day uh, at Gingerman, which is no slouch. Um, yeah, on old tires. It's been a good car, but um, the we're in the UMI performance booth, uh, and they throw this event. What do they call it? King of the Mountain. They yeah. Throw this wild event. Um, how did you do in your first showing there? Obviously well. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it didn't feel like it started out that well, yeah. so. That was the second time I'd ever run the car on street tires. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, it's a Hoosier car. It's okay. like born and raised on Hoosiers what, since What street tires were you on? AO52. Yeah. So we ran 315 AO52 square mm-hmm. on the 18 by 11 and a halfs. So fitment worked great. Car looked good. I thought it was all going to be all right, but I think maybe I was running too much camber from okay. Hoosiers or something. Okay. But we really fought with setup. Uh, I was nowhere near the quickest car. And, and like it starts as like a what Thursday, Friday, Saturday event. Like yeah, just testing. You have. Um, there's like a load-in day. Right. It's just two days. Okay. So you have an autocross day. Right. Actually, two two full autocross days with morning and afternoon runs. And for those that don't know, UMI owns like a small circle track, oval track, and yep. that's where it's held. Right. So. It yeah, and it is. One of the more wild autocross courses. Take your yeah. normal SCCA autocross right. and then just really narrow it up. Not slow it okay. down. Real f- it looks real fast. It's fast yeah. and narrow. Okay. In fact, at one point, the track's only like 11 feet wide. So it's two feet, three feet wider than some of these big yeah. cars. Yeah. And these cars, I mean, some of the cars, there's a lot of uh, old school muscle cars, which is like their yep. bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, like... And they get a little sideways. They're eight feet wide. (laughs) No. F body, G body. I mean, when I walked the course for the first time, I was like, whoa. Yeah. This is going to be pretty wild. Yeah. And then we also did it when it rained. Yeah. It was drizzling, too. It was drizzling. uh, Wet grass. It was like they told us in the driver's being, they're like, listen, we don't want to hear about it. Mm -hmm. We invited you all here because you're supposed to be the best. Right. So this is your problem. We made the course. You have to drive it. That's good. everybody's got the same course, and it was so. re- it was really cool, especially yeah. at, and then at night. So yeah. we did two days of autocross, and that was qualifying for the bracket race, okay. and then brackets were at night. And it's always the same course. No, they three different courses. Course. Okay, so of course the first day, second day, and then the final course was different as well. Okay, and much longer. Is that uh, is that to make sure people don't have too much seat time in one given configuration or throw everybody in the same like what's the thought there I think, you know? I think it's just to keep it entertaining okay it, like I've watched the last two years they broadcast it on Facebook yep uh, I've watched the last couple of years of it it's very entertaining yeah like it's it's a fun Saturday night to watch yeah. I know half a dozen or a dozen drivers usually yep um, and uh, it's really fun to watch yeah so. I watched it the first two years right Cheering on my boys. Yeah. And uh, it, Andy Smedegar won last and year. Andy won last uh, year. And yep. then Swenson won the year before. Yeah. So was that the first year, too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, it's kind of fun that, like, my friends have won all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, and it was, good. it was coming down close between me and Tom at the yeah. end. Yeah, Tom had, Tom McGorman had a loner NSX from Acura. Yep. Uh, which did stunningly well. And then literally, like, coned it away at yep. the end, right? It, um, it's incredible. You think like just a, a one-off event like this has grown yeah. to the point where a manufacturer 
literally a manufacturer. It's basically like yeah. getting a driver to run a car for them. Right. It's just amazing. It's so it cool. blows my mind. And it's, it's like, and you don't think about that level of eyeballs on autocross, like right. an individual event. Yeah. Besides maybe Solo Nationals, but Solo Nationals, the whole, like everybody's there. Yeah. So nobody's looking at it from the outside. Right. It's so big you can't stream it. Um, it's a good point. This is all. Uh, all of us are already there. Right. Yeah. There's so who twelve hundred <laughs> entries, eleven hundred <laughs> entries. You know. Yep. Uh, but everybody's watching this what hundred seventy five entry event. Yep. Uh, with the payout, uh, it's 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 cool to see that world get that kind of attention. So. Yeah. Um, it was very cool, and I mean, we had the whole team there. Obviously, like all of ASM was there, right. or right. a lot of us. And that made a huge difference because yeah. uh, we all needed a lot of help at some point. Everybody was thrashing a little bit. Yeah, so. we, we had a Super K gearbox. That's right, yeah. Um, and then we had a couple little Evo things. Okay. And then right on my first run did, in the shootout. Did Brandon and Ronnie have their Evos there? Yes. That's what I thought, yeah. Yep. And my first run in the shootout, uh, I lost the vehicle speed sensor. Okay. For whatever reason. Right. So all of a sudden... Um, all of a sudden, the car was ignition cutting randomly. And cool. It, yeah, super <laughs> yeah, cool. cool. Um, I had maybe one too many things tied into that vehicle speed sensor I shouldn't okay. have. I didn't think about what if it stopped working randomly. What do you use uh, for ECU? Motec? AM Infinity okay. for just the ECU. Yeah. I thought you had a Motec in at one point. I had M800 in it. Okay. But yeah. that's actually what failed during that first Gingerman time. Oh, really? If okay. you remember right, we that... that the first time I went there, I think it only ran like a 30. Yeah. And we were on like three cylinders. Yes. We talked about it on the show like five years ago. Yes. Four years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was like pre abron on the show. Austin. Was there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. I remember that. You did like a 30 on three cylinders. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, that I backed it up a couple years later. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, have like Andy literally ran out between my runs with the laptop, right. plugged in, disabled the sensors, reset everything. And really? It was like... And then it was like, okay, game on. There's no longer traction control. There's no longer boost by gear. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, okay, I'll just set what I want for so second so gear. So much was tied into the functioning of the vehicle speed sensor. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about it. When it stopped functioning, nothing worked. <laughs> right. It's cool. It's like, oops. Yeah. But um, Gotta have more that than was, one vehicle speed sensor. That was right at the point where we figured out the setup, and all of a sudden the car was like a switch. It started right. working. Okay. And it was easy. Yeah. So well, that I was mean, a cool deal. I, I'm sure it wasn't easy, but when it when it works, it works, right? You so. know, like when a when a car does what you ask, right. it feels easy. Yeah. So. Well, you've done a lot of driving. So how many how many solo national championships have you got? Mm, six. Six. That's a lot. I thought I thought you were gonna say three or four. Let's see. So maybe less. Yeah. Eleven. <laughs> got to remember. Thirteen. Sixteen. Seventeen. Nineteen, okay. all in this car. Uh, one in an in a EG Civic. Oh, really? Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. SMF Civic. Um, yeah, that's a that's a lot. That's enough. Yeah. Uh, probably <laughs> get more though. Um, what uh, what's the future plans for this car? So it's gonna sound silly, but I always like to say it can do everything. Yeah, I think I have an idea what you want to do with it. Yeah, I want to go drag racing. Yeah. Yeah. You've talked about it a little bit on I've, social media. I've mentioned it here and there, and I'm serious about it. Like, I know if we were to go to a drag strip with this, and I spent all night, right. it'd run like a one nine sixty foot. Right. It would be embarrassing. Yeah, it wouldn't be the one four one five one six that people want. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna learn that sport, right? And also just kind of see what it might apply to our normal world. Okay. And for autocross, 
we have standing starts. Yeah, that's the thing for sure. And you know, perhaps, perhaps it could be cool. And I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. If we do right. one lap of America every year. I'd love to do race week. Right. And you know. Hook a trailer back up to this, yeah. travel around. Those events are getting a lot of eyeballs, too. Obviously, drag racing is one of the biggest forms of American motorsport. Yeah. Um, and S2000s, like, they're they're there a little bit. Yep. But they really, most people turn them, back, turn them into, like, half of a pro stock car. You know, it's so modified. Right. Uh, so it has yeah. to remain in a condition where it will work. Are you going to keep the independent rear suspension and all yes. that stuff? Okay. Okay. What do you what do you think you're going to have to do? Do you have any initial thoughts, potentials? Well, uh, the drivetrain won't hold up as is. Yeah. So um, it's probably going to be something along clutch okay. differential, probably an eight eight. Yeah. Um, some big axles. You've um, got a Quaif trans in there. Um, yeah, I have a sixty nine G Quaif. Right. That should be fine. Okay. Because uh, Stuart Leiby runs the same gearbox. Okay. And he's running eights. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I know. Um, Brent's working on his S2000 for drag racing, mm-hmm. uh, PFI Speed Brent. Yep. So him and I chat quite a bit because okay. uh, when I was in Colorado, that's yeah. that's where this car got dynoed. Oh, really? It used to okay. be there. He's like the nicest man in the he world, is, too. Like the nicest guy in yeah, the world. I've met him a couple times at Alpine Festival. Yeah. He, he'll show up there, fix a few cars, hang out with the Kellys and stuff. Um, Yes. And, uh, yeah, he's the nicest dude. Yep. And I started following him on, U- on YouTube. I'm like, wow, this dude's got a lot of followers. <laughs> and he knows, like, everybody, too. Because so. he's, been, he's been nice to everyone right. for, like, 10 years. Yeah, and he's got this, like, crazy puppy dog energy, too. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's down to fix No one it. gets more excited yeah. than him on he, a good he day. Dives into, he, do- he's, he dove into engine bays at, uh, in grid at Alpine Horizon, like, I think of cars he didn't even know. Like, just like his elbows deep into it, like in 12 seconds, you know. Yep. Everything's hot. <laughs> He's trying to figure out why it's missing. Um, yeah, it seems like a good dude. So, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's exciting. I'm curious to, f- to hear what you figure out. So, yeah, it uh, could be cool. And it's something yeah. to do with the car. Uh, the car's been relatively the same for probably five years. Yeah, it's been a while. Like, ever since we met you, basically, yeah. four or five years. So, trying not to ruin a good thing, but at the same time. Yeah. Is it like a rods and pistons motor or what's in there right now? Stock. It's still stock. It's still stock. So, it was I ha- stock so long ago. It's still stock. Is it? So it. It's a F uh, F twenty or F twenty two. It's an F twenty two. I've got the original one and a junkyard motor, okay. and I've alternated a couple times. Yeah. And they and just don't blow up. Neither seem to have any issue with this power level. It, the stock F twenty record, I think, is like seven hundred fifty wheel horsepower. Like. Yeah. So on on yeah. Brent's dyno yeah. at PFI, uh, this made seven forty. Really? Yeah. So you're right there. Yeah. They're forged rods and pistons, but still. It's pretty stout. And E100, I mean, you just have to keep them cool. Yeah. So Keep them cool. And that was, I'm sure that was a cool day. Everything was great that day. We had the larger turbo that we use on track instead of the autocross turbo. Okay. It still probably makes 650 on a daily basis. And uh, does it have the tiny fuel cell that you had at one lap on accident? Yeah. It still does? The uh, I don't know if people remember, but you you and Amanda did one lap. It was like your backup car. Somebody brought it to you. Yep. And what did, what did you have that blew up? A GTR? That was the second time. Okay. That was me and Chris the second time. Okay. Me and Amanda, well, the GTR blew up both times. Okay. But the first time it was before the event started. Yeah. And and you like had to fuel up every forty miles or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. For what three thousand miles? Yeah, like the one night we had a seven hundred and forty mile drive right. with a cracked header and we had to stop every fifty miles to put fuel in the car. Unbelievable man. Which luckily we we could carry 
six five-gallon jugs with us. Did you sleep at all? No, because once we got there, we had to service the car. So we got there at like three, put the car in the lift, serviced it, took the header off, welded it up. Yeah. yeah I didn't so sleep for like four or five it's days. Like it's, that's what makes this car and like what you've <laughs> done with it. It's like one of the more impressive things I've ever seen because it's not, it, I mean, yeah, it could be a drag car and it could drive on the street a little bit, right? could be an autocross car. Uh, it's like a competitive unlimited time attack car. And you drove it on the one lap of America. <laughs> yeah. And it's a stock bottom. <laughs> it's so stupid. And then we did it again. Yeah, that's so stupid. And the second time we had no issues. We yeah. ran the whole time. Oh, and it's won uh, nine solo autocross championships. Yeah. It's <laughs> and not. And you and my king of the mountain. And then you and my king of the mountain. <laughs> when you, when's it going to be a drift car? It's not going to happen. Not going to happen? Okay, it's you got other things for that. But. Yeah, yeah. So we built that BMW this year for drifting. And right. Man, I could I could go drifting every day of the week. Yeah. I'm sure at some point it won't be as exciting as, like, your first day doing something new. Right, right. But right now it is. It's, it's still that. It's been, like, two or three years for you, right? Um, so when I came down to... Alpine, right? Is that the first, okay, time? That's Alpine. first time you drifted with us? Last year, yeah. the previous year, Amy Alpine. Yada. Yep. That was my third event. Yeah. I think I told you guys it was my 10th. No, I, so I, uh, Swan <laughs> was like, Swan, our drift lead was like, uh, who, who's Robert Thorne? And I was like, oh, he wants to drift? Don't worry about that guy. It's going to be fine. And he was like, I don't think he's done very many events. I was like, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. He, I'll figure it he's out. He's done a lot of st- uh, If there's anybody I'll roll the dice on, it would be like you or Smetigar. <laughs> so, I mean, it's uh, like w- we know how to follow the rules in a time attack. We right. can do that. Uh, we you, can- you're amongst the uh, the rare breed of drifters that know what a yellow flag means. So, right. I mean, that's a thing. All the bodywork stays on the car every usually, time. Usually, yeah, usually. Uh, Whoa, usually. You never know. You can always lose a part. But, um <laughs> Yeah, that it was uh, yep. two years ago at Alpine. That was like the no festival, no music year. Well, yeah, still a lot of spectators, and yep. uh, your car like became one of the fan favorites because it's like this tiny, looks like a stock Miata. Yeah, uh, it had just like a basic V8 in it. And, yep. and you and Chris drove the wheels off of it, uh, and like the like the fans were visibly stoked when the Miata came. <laughs> so you you were always chasing like a gang of wild cars too. You're like the last car, it's like eight inch yeah. wide, stock looking yeah, wheels. Yeah, it looks like it looked like a, a street car. Yeah, it was a so it's a all all white, stock looking '99 yeah. Miata. It was that was it was fun to watch. So. Yeah, kind of quiet. Yeah, it wasn't even loud. You could yeah. like sort of hear that it sounded yep. like a Camaro, but <laughs> but not quite. Uh, and then we brought it to double drift. Yeah, you and Andy won our only drift competition, which yep. I think would have been an awesome competition in the dry. It ended up looking great in the rain, but it's just hard to watch. Just you know? Hard to watch, hard to film. So last night we were talking about double drift, uh, and I was like, yeah, it was so nuts. They took the steering wheels off and they held them out the window, and somebody was like, they had extra steering wheels. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, Pete sold us out? <laughs> it was, uh, All right, I guess it's been long uh, enough now. C- Cone, Cone, Cone sold us out. I, I was like, ah, oh, man, I just... Broke my heart. <laughs> no. <laughs> but when you guys held the steering wheels out, it was like, it was the it was the most oh dang moment. Uh, and you you bunch of dummies had extra steering wheels. <laughs> so and it so was pouring dope. rain, so you guys right. couldn't see no, you anything. Couldn't see anything. Everything's fogged up. Uh, yeah. And you guys were like literally like your front quarter panels were touching, and you're like doing a perfect donut, and both the steering wheels come out at the same time, like. It was uh, it was a hilarious moment, and you, I got, got my heart broken last night. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but 
Bravo, dude. We, <laughs> you, you, it was been when over we, a year. When we thought of the idea, so, we're yeah. like, oh, it'll be funny. People might think it's cool. Right. And then, like, after everyone's like, that's the coolest thing ever. And right. then we're like, we got to take this to the grave, boys. Can't tell anyone. We gotta, <laughs> we're taking this to our graves. <laughs> well, we just told thousands of people. So. Uh, everyone knows now. Yeah, that was, uh, it was so funny, though. When, when it happened, I was like, those yep. bad motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> But well, yeah. We would have probably done it anyway. We were we were game for anything that night. It was that was a wild event. Man. It was wild. That event was after so after three fun. days of just unlimited shenanigans. Yeah, like we were like, they might these cars might come home. They might not. Might not. Might this might be it. We got all winter. It was you <laughs> yeah. know SEMA was canceled, so we booked a party yeah. and it that was a, that was a big party. That event was uh, so we didn't have high expectations of that event. Yeah, we knew like oh there's enough people we might break even. You yep. know. Um, and it was like one of, like skimming the waters of broken even, and then like thousands of people showed up. Uh, I know. And that like that car track is such a wild party to drift on. Yep. Uh, and that was like the last time they let anybody drift aside because uh, or like a week later, drift, drift week. What do they call it? I don't know. I think you're right. They came through, and then the owners were like, no more drifting. Yep. So we were like the second to last people that ever drifted on it. Uh, we were drifting three three tracks at the same time. The skid pad, yeah. that, and the big track. And the big track. That um, was big track was nuts to look at. It was coming into the S's. Yeah. I remember I was like, I'd never d- drifted that quick because mm-hmm. I was still pretty Probably clean like with top it. Top of fifth gear almost. Yeah, top um, of fifth gear. Come in, pull the handbrake, and stand on it and hope. Yeah, it was cool. It was uh, that whoever the black two forty was. I forget who that was. Uh, so much tire smoke, and he was going like a hundred and twenty mm-hmm. in that zone. It was so nuts. Yeah, uh, but that was that was a really fun event. Uh, yep. I wish they hadn't doubled the price on us. We we'd go back immediately. Uh, we're we're still working. We're talking with them all the time about yeah. dates. Dates are the hard part. You know, always you can't do an event every weekend. So, uh, but yeah, that was a gnarly party. I'm glad you guys came down for that. Yeah, so. that was cool. After that, and that was like that was the like, okay, we're not going to stop drifting. Right. So yeah, because like Pete Collins was kind of like the impetus of he was pushing everybody to keep drifting. Yes. And then like everybody in ASM was building a drift car suddenly. Yeah. And a GLTC car. It, it did really start <laughs> from that event. Because that, that was the event we got everyone in the cars, too. Yeah, yeah. I drove the Z. Yeah, uh, you drove. Pete, Pete gave me a set of mucho machos. <laughs> there's, there's people <laughs> coming up to me. And, like, that I know really well now. But I yeah. know at the time, like, I didn't. Right. And they're like, oh, man, I love that Miata, that white Miata. I yeah. loved how it drove. And I'm like, who all drove that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah. key. That's funny, man. <laughs> yep. No, it, yeah. It, that was the first time I ever, like, actually did drift besides, like, getting sideways ice racing or, like, my yep. CRX being sideways because that's how they drive. How's the CRX? So, uh, I sold it, and okay. then it, it got totaled at oh. uh, the runoffs. Like, it oh, got, no. got totaled a couple years ago at the Kink. Uh, I got my, my hatchback that I've had for oh, 20 that's what I'm years. Of. Yeah. No, the red hatchback, I still got that. I used to have okay. a tan CRX yeah. also. Gotcha. I'm I thinking raced, of the hatchback. raced ITA and STL with that years ago. Yep. But, uh, no, the hatchback is almost done with its fabrication for its ne- its third, fourth GLTC power plant. Every Sweet. year it's a different motor. <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> and Happens. Only, only by uh, stupidity. But yep. uh, we're going tiny motor turbo this year. So, so um, yeah. I hope to see you back out uh, in some drifting and GLTC things. Oh, uh, you're doing drift things next year, maybe. Right, yeah. So you got, um, you got some news. Obviously, I got pretty spurred on with all and a lot of seat time in your guys' events. And you did some competitions. And then that turned into I want to do competitions. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up running a pro am championship yeah. in a car that we built in like the middle of the summer. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we won the championship locally. Yeah, 
and that got me the license to go run Formula D next year. Okay. So prospect pro or what? Prospect. Okay. So uh, you think you're going to do that? Oh, I'm going to do it. It's what four or five rounds? It's four rounds. Okay. Um, yeah, Orlando, New Jersey. Yeah. Madison. Oh, uh, Gateway, right? Yeah, Gateway. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yep. Isn't there one on the West Coast or something? No. Well, it's not. You don't have to go like, on Washington the pros or something yeah, like that. They try to keep the prospect schedule okay. really simple. So, um, yeah, but yeah, four events and it, it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. Like when you watch, are they the, spread out? Um, not really. No. no. A couple of weeks and that's it. Yeah. It, I, it, the FD schedule is like eight rounds, and yep. they're at uh, like half of them. Um, are they all during FD weekends, or is there standalone prospect weekends? Uh, there's not standalone prospect weekends. I didn't think so. Um, but we do have our own finale now. Okay. So where's that? Utah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Utah Motorsports. Yeah, they're going to, to yeah to Miller. Miller. Yeah. Yeah. So I talked to Miller or Utah Motorsports campus at our booth the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, FD's coming." I was like, "Really?" Yep. So that's that, cool. I wonder what they're going to run as far as configuration. I'm not really sure. Probably so. one section near pit in, pit out or something. But Yep. Uh, but I've been working out with uh, a couple guys from Colorado who've been running FD, uh, mm-hmm. After Hours Autosport. Okay. And Joshua Love's been running their car. Okay. And so they're going to they're gonna move up to pro with that car. Okay. So they're going to hopefully keep me on the right track. They helped with the build this year on the E46. Right. And it's been flawless. Yeah. So we're going to take that. Double the power. Okay. Yeah. What's this? What's kind of like the drivetrain you have to do? So, what we're going to end up with is probably an LS3 or LS7 right. supercharged, somewhere in the 700 horsepower range. Seems okay. to be about right. Uh, GSR gearbox okay. and a quick change rear end. So, pretty robust which I'm reliability. Stealing hopefully. Pete's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> what's Pete going to do? Buy a new one? Um, yeah, that's. Uh, and so, everybody's kind of got. A similar drivetrain. It's Prospect, right? It, yeah. I mean, there there is not a spec drivetrain, but it does seem that a oh, lot of people lands. go down the same route. Okay. Yeah, I don't know too much it, about the rule set with that. And so. uh, I just don't want to mess okay. up. If there if there's a formula that works, right? I just want to do that because I'm going to have enough to deal with on learning, right? For myself on the driving side. What kind of car will it be? It'll, it'll be, be a, the the 46, yeah, the, the that, orange it'll one. It'll be that that chassis. It's going to be that chassis. I'm going to start prepping another chassis. Okay. That's a little more. Okay. Um, we've got almost six months before the first event. It starts okay. late. Cool. So, cool. Well, get a little grid life sticker on there. Hey, w- let me know what you need. We'll uh, we'll send you all the stickers in the world. But um, <laughs> all good. Yeah. It. Uh, I hope we can get to see you at uh, a few events next year. You yep. gonna do UMI again? You think? Yeah. Yeah. In this or something else? Yeah, it'll probably be this. Yeah. Unless I break it. Just fi- you'll you'll prep it like two days before. Yeah. <laughs> Drag it out of the garage. It's always ready to go. Yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Well, I'm, uh, congrats on the win. We yeah, just thanks. did a whole show, man. Love it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Do you, you want to thank any sponsors or anything? Or? No. Chris Lewis's garage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Chris Lewis, the, you know, family, yeah. um, ASM, and those guys yeah. obviously help good out dudes. a whole bunch. Good dudes, um, also good girls. The race tech yeah. seats. Uh, cool. They've helped me out in the past and stop tech brakes. Cool. So. Um, well, the show is brought to you by ApexTrackCoach.com, the Patreons, and FCP Euro. All your parts are guaranteed for life. So appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, thanks. Cool. Have a good time at the rest of the show. It's Saturday. Only a few more hours. So. <laughs> Almost done. It's been a long one. <laughs>
Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Gridlife to say hello. Thank you.